Thanks so much for listening to William Holland Radio Program here, live from Connecticut. I don't think it matters if Benjamin Netanyahu um, gets any kind of a historic diplomatic deal with the Saudis. I mean, it, it matters and it doesn't, and let's get into it. There, the State Department in the United States has been waging war against any Republican executive in the presidency all the way back, really, to uh, Nixon until you have a strong enough president to empty out Foggy Bottom and Turtle Bay. <laughs> okay, you can't if you don't empty out that deep state at the State Department, which is filled with permanent apparatchiks that are working completely against American interests. And if you take a look at what's going on with Israel and Saudi Arabia, the Saudis were besieged in 1978 by uh, the Mujahideen under uh, really well, they embraced uh, Sunni militancy primarily because they had to. In other words, when uh, Sunni militancy, when the Sunni militants took over uh, the Al-Aqsar uh, Mosque in Jerusalem, and of course they dominated the Kaaba, the rock in Mecca, they didn't have an army, they didn't have anybody to send in. They didn't have a counterterrorism squad. They had to borrow one from France. When it when all the bloodshed was spilt in 1978, the House of Saud realized it had no street credibility. So you guessed it, it co-opted the very people it had to slaughter. And it took on the credence, the credibility of the Wahhabists. Now... Soon thereafter, the Saudis have never really let down. And although they're so-called reforming for Vision 2030, the Wahhabist ideology is still there. The Saudis' conservative 87-year-old king, King Salman, has not (laughs) – two things. It's both – they're irreconcilable. Everybody knows the Saudis are fed up with the Palestinians. However – uh, just the last two weeks now, um, the, they've been uh, kind of – Riyadh has been dangling uh, a so-called historic diplomatic deal in front of the uh, Israelis about not normalization. And I think it's just fodder. And the reason why is because every everybody knows that Egypt, Jordan, and the Saudis – have back channels, daily back channels to Jerusalem. And so uh, when the when the king of Saudi Arabia says that no progress is going to be made on any kind of diplomatic front regarding normalization with Israel until you get um, basically the West Bank resolved, I think is stupid. Bahrain, United Arab Emirates, and everybody else in the Gulf Cooperation Council is is running to the hills or striking a deal with the with the Israelis because they know that the Israelis are really the last the last man standing against the satanic Shia, the Ayatollahs in Iran. The Saudis are going to be caught again, like in nineteen seventy eight, wrong footed. Normalization would, of course, be in the interest of the region, but. 
foggy bottom, the State Department has to take a look at just how moribund Arab nationalism has become. Uh, it, it really remains. The Palestinians are over. They have exhausted themselves in their fight for, well, I wouldn't even call it political legitimacy because under the Oslo Accords, which completely destroyed the Israeli left, after the failure of Oslo and after really when everybody realized that Yasser Arafat went home and called an intifada, he had no interest in spending any social or political capital regarding governance. When that finally hit, all the other petrol monarchies, including Egypt, really have publicly acknowledged that they are just completely, utterly fed up with the Palestinians. So <clears throat> talking about normalization and dangling it before the Israelis really reveals just how weak, just how pathetic the petrol monarchies remain. Of course, there are obstacles. Um, the biggest obstacle is, of course, the United States. Um, Prince Bin Salman wants three things. He wants a nuclear program, a civil nuclear program, and he's getting one out of Westinghouse. He wants the supply of advanced weapon systems. He isn't going to get – why does he need it? Because nobody nobody will fight for the king. There isn't – forget that the Saudis for a minute don't even have a domestic car market. They don't have a domestic defense department because of – well, the, the social state – of the Saudis, um, they can't fight. There isn't any power projection. And the third thing they want is a strategic defense treaty. I think Ben Salman is uh, in fantasy land. There are two quicksand. There are two points of permanent political quicksand. And it is uh, dithering over uh, Palestinian really satanic petulance. Until that is brought out of the foreground and until the, well, the State Department wakes up to realize that Arab nationalism is over and that the, um, the Obama-led initiative and the Biden-led initiative to Iran is really badly misplaced, we're going to be flailing around dealing with two idiotic and really giant wastes of time, namely any kind of nuclear agreements and a floundering Arab nationalism under the Palestinians. Both of them need to be abandoned. And that's not going to happen because of the permanent tenured apparatchiks that dominate this defense department. I'm sorry, the State Department. My name is William Holland, and this is the William Holland Radio Program, live from Connecticut.